Hello and welcome to the episode 11 of the Frontend Coffee Break, uh, a place where we uh, grab just a cup of whatever drink we like to drink. Today I am with Decaf and just talk about everything related um, about <laughs> Frontend and uh, things that are related in general uh, with the Frontend. Today, as always, uh, I have uh, Ricard. Hello, welcome. How are you guys? <laughs> and well, myself, we are both um, front-end senior developers at Cognizant Netcentric. And well, we just do this because we like <laughs> to spread the joy. Talk. We we like to spread the joy about front-end development uh, with the world. Uh, today's topic, it's it's an interesting, I think it's, it's a, a very interesting topic. And it's regarding, well, skills map. And the, the title would be something like, what is a skills map? And why should you have one, or why should you worry about having one as a as a, as a company? So let's begin diving a, a little bit in this. But before we define what is a skills map and such, let's just talk a little bit about um, um, what knowledge you need to to have when you join uh, a new company. So usually, this knowledge is the one that you that you find in the job description, but. I don't know your opinion about the the what uh, a job description has, but do you think, for example, that job descriptions have enough information to tell you what you really need to know to do the job? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes, no. So um, I think in our case, we try our best to reflect what we do in a, on a daily basis into our uh, opening description, job openings. Um, but definitely, I, I do feel that sometimes... It can be either like super generic, like you have to know JavaScript, you have to know uh, build systems and continuous integration, and it means okay, what, what, what do you mean? Like, are you, are you talking about knowing how to build Jenkins? Are you talking about how to fire uh, GitHub Actions continuous integration? So, so definitely, I think you need to be more granular. But of course, you cannot be so granular that you limit yourself because if you say you have to know Vue, I mean, okay, but maybe I know React, and picking up Vue shouldn't be too hard, right? So, so yeah. Yeah, in the end, um, I think that one of the biggest skills that you have to have as a developer is the ability to adapt and to learn new stuff. But for example, in my case, in job descriptions, jobs that I've applied in the past, um, I remember one job that I went to and I was looking at the description and it asked for things that I really didn't know. I knew about them, knew that they existed, but really didn't, uh, hadn't really worked with them. And I remember going to the interview, they asked a couple of questions, very generic. I said, uh, I answered uh, the questions that they had correctly, I think, or <laughs> to the best of my possibilities, got the job. And when I worked there, they really didn't need a lot of the things that they had added in the job description. All these things that I that I didn't exactly know, but knew a very, had a very general idea of they weren't even used. I mean, they were. I think that they, someone said, oh, what are the things that we're working with? Put this, 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 and that in the job description, and let's see who who we can find. Well, but I mean, I guess it also depends on how they phrase it, right? When they sometimes feel, read uh, openings that say, "Okay, needs a, ma a master knowledge or expert level knowledge, or needs to be able to master whatever it is, you know, uh, JavaScript, right?" So you expect at least you will have a heavy duty JavaScript tasks on your day to day, right? If they just mention nice to haves, like it's nice to have React, and then you don't touch it, I guess it's not not so bad. Yeah. When it's like a core and mandatory and essential, an essential skill that you need to, uh, yeah, it feels a little bit like they're, they're cheating you. <laughs> <It's a lie. laughs> 
<laughs> it does, and it's nice to see. Well, when, when they, you see a job description that they tell they, they tell you this is what we need you to know, and this is what we would like you to know. You know, that, as you said, they they nice to have, but then. Once you you get you start working on the job, you start doing well part of the things that were in the job description, and eventually, um, after a couple of years, you you start growing inside the the company itself, and you have to or are about to change grade. Now, how do you know, or how does someone know that a person is ready to change grade? In your experience, um, how has it been in the past? In it's, other it's... in other companies, let's talk about yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it, it's it's so complicated because. It all goes to like maybe your your manager or I mean it, each company has its own naming but usually it's your 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 line manager is staff manager I don't know your manager right they have their own like uh, guidelines on, on what the senior is or what the junior is right and it goes company to company so from sometimes uh, I had companies where like if you were like a developer who could do things solo like taking requirements talking to clients and you know just flying solo you would be senior. That, that was their definition, right? So when the when the manager saw that you were flying solo, then okay, mm. then you're you're a senior. Other companies when they had more strict requirements in terms of okay, you know you need to talk to clients, you need to do like send proposals, things like that. So it really depends on company. To company. How, how was uh, your experience? Well, precisely the, the 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 second option would be the the closest to the experience that I've had previously, in which usually you grew inside a job or inside a company when you needed to change the type of work that you were doing. You know. <laughs> It was you're a developer. Um, of course, when you begin, you're a junior developer and that's it. And then eventually, a couple of years later, when you have enough information, well, no information, no. When you have enough knowledge, enough experience, you they treat you not no longer as a junior, but just like a, 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 a mid-level um, a developer. But I, w when that happened to me, I never felt that change. It's like, okay, you're doing very well. Um, here's your salary increase, which was usually not uh, a huge thing. Mm -hmm. And you you kept on going on, and starting to take more and more responsibilities. But you knew that if you wanted to change officially, like uh, to grow, really grow inside the company, you needed to change um, the type of work that you were doing. And this is something that I really disliked, because for example, you needed to start doing um, managing a team, and that was the you're a developer or you manage a team of developers, and it and that was it. It was like from here to here, and that's it. And there were a lot of people that really didn't have or didn't want to manage people but you had to if you wanted to grow you became from a developer to a, a manager and i always found that a little bit um forced or artificial or just to say hey you have to go in this direction yeah. i mean it, it's the easy way out for companies to just they, they don't have this defined way of knowing what the different scales are on a vertical pathway let's say that they don't have to sort of they didn't invest time on thinking okay what, what do we one from a junior, from a senior, they just say, okay, team leading and then leadership and then customer uh, orientation, whatever, right? So so this is just too generic and too big and it's hard to fit everyone in, on, on this big hmm. circles because then, then how do you exactly place the people in there? How much size do you give them? I mean, it, it's very hard. So I, yeah. Yeah, and eventually I think that um, you end up thinking, okay, if I want to... Um, grow in a company, I have to look at the job description that from, from a higher level and try to cover that job description, you know, and say, hey, the, for the senior developer, you say you need someone that has five years of experience. I have five years right. of experience. Yeah. I should be a senior developer. And usually this doesn't really happen. They say, yeah, but no. And then it triggers like you actually leaving the company and going somewhere else, right? And in Spain, I think 
for the past years, and I think the experience here in Spain is very like on IT, it's very regular to or very normal default. You have two years of experience in a company, and then you switch. Yes, right? because you you know, you reached like the highest point on your uh, grade or pool or whatever it is in your rank, and then to to go to the next level to grow in your career, you gotta change because you're gonna, let's just say, you gotta have different things, different skill sets, and they don't offer you here, so you can feel change, which is sad. The biggest surprise that I got um, when I was started working here was that after a couple of years, someone said, oh, you're not changing companies? It's like, no, wh why not? And they, they really asked me why I hadn't changed companies so after long, two right? years. Yes, yeah. they were surprised, like, well, don't you want to grow? And that's literally what they mm. said, like, don't you want to grow? Don't you want to keep on um, evolving? It's like, well, no, but I'm, I'm doing fine in the in the company yeah, I, mean. I had the same reactions to Joy. I, I think it's 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 really common like when you talk to other developers or other even even non maybe non developers in Spain when you tell them yeah I've been in the company with five years six years wow it's a really long time and, and it really is right it's, it's a little really <laughs> time but if us as in continent we we offer a, a great way of growing and, and learning why would you change right Yes, and at least we 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 are always constantly trying to to do this to improve the way that we that we uh, help our people uh, grow. Now, and this is where it comes uh, the skill map. So, what is a skill map? Basically, a skill map uh, describes uh, visually the skills and that you need to cover a particular job. That's basically it. It illustrates so what you need to know. It's a map of skills. Yes, is this correct? <laughs> A skill map is a map of skills. Please nice. write, that, that, write that down. This see is, you in the next episode. See, see you in the next episode. Okay, thank you. That's all for, that we have for today. And uh, it was nice to see you. No. <laughs> yes, of course, a skill map illustrates visually. Mm -hmm. And this is the interesting part. And this is um, uh, what I think it's, it's, it's the, the one that has the value is that it illustrates the knowledge that you need to have to do your job. Right. And the idea behind a skill map and the and the, the interesting thing about a, a skill map is that, for example, you, you should sit down and say, OK, so I have this kind of, of job to do to do. What are the things that my developers, for example, if we go for development, need to know in order to do their job correctly? And of course, you always have the the, the basic, the core knowledge when front end developer, Java, uh, JavaScript, HTML and CSS. The interesting thing is that we've covered in another episode the different types of front-end developers that you that you have. You know, we said that you have more like um, JavaScript developers and then more uh, interface-oriented developers. And for example, each one has a different skill maps, skills map. <laughs> you 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 shouldn't have this exactly the same expectations of skills from one and the other. And um, the interesting thing of this is that if you manage to create a, a, a very nice idea of all the the, the, the things that uh, a developer uh, has to know, you, you get many um, uh, advantages, no, many uh, perks. I, I don't know how to call them. But for example, one of them is the job descriptions and the interviews for, for, for that you can that you have in the company. First of all, the job descriptions can be more realistic. You can look at the skill map that the skills map that you have, say, okay, these are the things that I really need my people to know and then you can create a job description based on that it doesn't have to be perfect doesn't have to be like identical but it, it's it's um it is a very good starting point to say okay i need a actually a react developer with this amount of experience i need someone that knows how to do this type of unit testing you know if you if it's not something that your people need to 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 know there's no reason to have it in your skill map i think it's it, it would be a waste of of time
that. Definitely. I think it works best with more junior colleagues or mid-level colleagues where you're really starting your career and you don't really know where you're heading to. If you want to specialize in something, maybe you, you like JavaScript, but you also like web performance. I don't know, right? So definitely for higher grades, it's a little bit more complicated right? to know yes. where do you want to go? Because again, you already touch probably if you're really a senior, you already touch a bunch of stuff. You already know for sure where you want to go or not. But uh, but usually juniors, they, they don't really know. And then it's, it's nice to have like this list of, okay, if I like um, accessibility, what, what else can I do in, in that in regard or animations or whatever it is? Yeah, uh, but for example, these can be considered, you have, as I said, first you have your core skills, which is everything that people need to know to do their job. Like let's once again, center on front-end development. Yeah, mm -hmm. So you have most likely it's CSS, HTML, and JavaScript in different degrees, but those are, those are the base uh -huh. three. Uh -huh. And then you could have specializations that can be part of the skill map, but it's like a skill spe uh, skills specialization, like uh -huh. a web performance or um, accessibility right. or... There's many other uh, other specializations that you can have, but that's what they are. But still, they should figure in your um, in your skills map. And the interesting thing is that these are what become the nice to have in your job description. Those <laughs> specializations that are not the core of what you need, but they say if you know this, the uh, it's better. Unless you're right, because usually, I mean, for frontends, it's it's we always going to need HTML, we always need CSS, and you always need JavaScript. Right. So hmm. that that's already a given. That's mandatory. That's essential. And it's gonna be in all job descriptions forever and ever, right? But as you say, but having a nice specialization on React or nice specialization in facility, performance, uh, CI, whatever it is that you can do to stand out on your resume and say, hey, I have the base, I any developer has it, but additionally, I'm very good on my expert level on these topics. Yeah, and as I said, you can customize the job descriptions based on on what you need because sometimes you 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 want to hire uh, performance experts because you're looking for people that are more. Then you put that as a, re a hard requirement for the job description. It doesn't have to be the same thing. But the important thing, and this is something that um, we have to take into account, is you should not add for your company skills that are not really needed. For example, I um, if your company is really not working on accessibility, and if you're not, you should change your mind. No, but if you're not working for accessibility, you shouldn't put as part of, as part of your skills uh, skill map, in your skills map accessibility. For example, this is basically it's, it. It makes no sense to have it there. No, no, and also if you then if you base your job descriptions with that skill map, the things that you don't use, you attract talent. Then when they join yes. you, they say, "Oh, but but I'm changing only colors blue to green. Why do I need to be expert in accessibility? I mean, I, I I'm, not, I'm not doing what I want to be doing, which is accessibility, hmm. right?" In the end, attrition and relief. So. Yeah, that happened to me. I was starting to get, in, for example, interested in, in, in um, I no longer follow that path. I'm just a, a fan of UX, back then usability. And I always put in my, my CV, like, I, I like usability. And I l went looking for jobs that included usability. And then I got to the job and, and I said, yeah, well, we shouldn't use these buttons like this because why why not? It's like, oh, because you reduce the usability. It's like, what are you talking about? We don't need that. It's like, but you, that's one of the reasons that I wanted to join. But it's a nice word. It goes very well with UI, UX, right? It goes together. And every front-end developer is a designer. So you should know about all those things. Yeah. And you should keep always, of course, the skill map should be something that is evolving. Now, a second um, interesting uh, thing that you that, that the skill map is good for is precisely education and training, to know exactly what you need to educate and train your people in. And uh, curiously enough, if you look for front-end skill map, the, the results that you're going to get are 
uh, front-end roadmaps, not skill, skills maps, but, oh my God, this is just a mouthful, <laughs> road, roads, roadmaps, which is basically um, the, a, a map that tells you also, it could be a, in a visual way, what you need to learn in order to grow or to become a something like a front-end developer, a senior front-end developer, or whatever. So usually you don't find the skills, but you have the, the roadmap. And this is because I think what we discussed, skills skills map should be based on your company's needs. So there's no one definite, definite um, skills map. Anyhow, uh, this kind of map can create help you create a roadmap, which roadmap, oh my God. <sighs> Sorry, let me take a break. I continue then. Uh, you share with me two examples that are very good. Uh, so guys, check it out. So one is frontendmasters.com and the other is roadmap.sh slash frontend. And they showcase what those who create those roadmap uh, think about uh, the path should be to become a senior or whatever it is, right? And just an idea, a guideline. Check it out. Yeah, and it's nice because it tells you it gives you a guideline regarding on once you learn this, you can move on to this. It's not like, oh, this is all the knowledge, learn it however you want. No, it shows you a path that you can follow yeah. and to begin to to learn different things because it's not going to tell you, for example, to, to start learning, uh, let's say, um, SAS before learning CSS. Right. It's like just to a very... dragons, you have a learn this skill to then kill the dragon with the other skin. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, I, I don't play D&D, so yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. So. I can tell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so yes, education. I agree with you, man. Uh, it, it's so nice to to know what to learn next because uh, if you're not using it in, in a project, if your project doesn't have React or Svelte or whatever it is, how do you know? Do you just simply go to Mastodon or Twitter and say, okay, let me, let me see what's the latest and greatest framework out there and I learn it? Or, or do you actually have something written down from expert, from your seniors in the company that say, hey, if you really want to grow as a junior, you should first learn this, this, and then follow by this, and then continue on that path. Well, it should be um, the way that we try to, to do it in Cognizant Centric is the, the second one. We do have a, a skill tree that we call it, which shows you per grade what is expected, what which knowledge is expected uh, for you to have. Like as a junior, this is what you need to know, and this is a nice to have as a junior. As a mid-level, this is what you need to know, and this is what's nice to have. And as a senior, this is what you need to know, and it's it's a nice to have. So it's very interesting because it it if you want to keep on growing, you know exactly what are the skills that you need to learn in order to continue growing. And this could be, for example, specializing specializing. Oh my God. In, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> we we, we got to let listeners know that we are not English native. I mean, I'm from Spain, just from Mexico, so definitely just give us, give us a break. <laughs> they're, 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 they're good days and they're bad days. Anyhow, um, yeah, um, the you can exactly know exactly in which direction you need to know, what are the, the things that you need to know. And for example, um, let's say front-end build tools, you, don't, you don't, are not expected to know this when you're a junior. This is not a part of the skills uh, right. set that you need as a junior, it, but it is something that you would that that people are, are the company is expecting you to know when you reach, for example, a more uh, senior position, a mid level to and above. Um, it is expected for you to to but know. It's this. also organic, right, Tucho? Because even if it's yes. not the skill, yes. it's like when you're a junior, you join a project and they tell you, hey, uh, to compile the project, you just run npm i and then npm run build, and and then you. You couldn't question how it works, but if it just works, it works, and yeah, and you, you get on with your life, right? Yes. But at some point, this stops working for whatever reason, or it's an update, 
And then comes the senior or the mid-level or whatever it is, the person who has more experience and has to fix that build. Hmm. And then you learn that that organically you have to learn it and then you become more senior because now you know how to build and how to create your your packages, whatever it is, right? Yes, it usually that's the way. That, that usually when 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 you're doing a job, you learn a lot of the things while you're doing the job. And that's the interesting thing. It's when you're creating your skill map, you should not create the skill map just based on things you think your people should know you should do it based on the actual work that they that they've done we've taken years to achieve uh, uh somewhat and i don't think it's perfect but at least at least it points us in the right direction uh, a skill tree that tells us more or less what we need to people to know and it's based always on information that or things that they actually are going to use and at least this is what we that we try to do and the, the interesting thing is precisely like just like a roadmap we can create um, we can look for resources. We can look for um, workshops. We can create our own workshops based on what people need to learn in order to keep on growing. So, for example, um, we know that you we expect you to know front-end um, build, a front to be able to, to do builds uh, at certain grade. Then we give you the resources for you to start learning. So, as you say, the junior says just NPM run and it works. And then eventually... Um, if they want to learn more, they know, oh, I'm going to read this article. I'm going to go through these resources. I'm going to do this practice to start learning uh, a little bit more without having to wait until it happens in the project. Yes, you should be proud that you guys spearheaded the, the initiative to actually document all those things. Like we have our skill map and for each of the skills, we actually have a wiki page where we say, okay, if you want to learn more, here's a book, here's a video, here's a tutorial, a blog post, whatever it is. And it's easy for you to go and find and learn. And yeah, that's... That was very good. Well, it was a <laughs> yeah a lot of work that we that a lot of that involved a lot of a lot of people, and and the way that we that we do it at least the way that we organize our skill map skills map is based on something that we call the badges, that they were created originally for um, a very specific purpose, which was to determine exactly what how much knowledge you had of a different topic. We had different levels or different grades. And depending on, on which grade you had, you could be, for example, level, let's say in, in, in a, a video game style, level 100 in JavaScript development, but level 50 in CSS development. And just based on these uh, different levels, you can determine more or less where in the scale of grades a person, uh, a person uh, was. And it took a lot of time, but for example, we have, um, we managed to, to um, separate which JavaScript knowledge you need to know uh, at a, a beginner's level, which JavaScript knowledge we expect you to expect you to know, and this is the important thing, at a mid-level, and which Java knowledge we expect you to know at a higher level. Of course, we don't cover every single thing of JavaScript. We just cover those things that we know that you need to know in order to do your job. And once again, um, with these badges, we build our skills tree and um, we can create a, a roadmap to the, to tell you, okay, so you want to go in this direction. This is the badge that um, that you need to get, and this is the, the the resources that you can use to learn that knowledge. But well, yes. <laughs> how else, uh, teacher? How, how else do you learn? Like uh, this is fine and dandy, and it's super cool. But is there any other way that you you can learn or know what to? Learn? Well, you know. Although we, we, we've been discussing and saying that, you know, a skill map should be like very uh, based on the skills that you, you want your people to, to have in order to do their job. But you should never limit yourself to that. The skill map should reflect this knowledge, but you should never limit yourself to say, no, no, no. 
uh, okay, I see Svelte. No, 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 we're not using Svelte. We don't have any project that's using Svelte. You should not learn Svelte because it's not part of our skill map or roadmap. No, that, that is a mistake because you do have this knowledge, this core knowledge, you do have this advanced or specialization knowledge, but you should also give uh, your developers the opportunity to, to learn new things, to learn cutting edge uh, te uh, technology, to learn uh, the new trends. And this should be part of the roadmap, if not the skilled, uh, skills map. It should be part of the roadmap for your developers to, to learn. Like um, it would be like sort of like an, a nice to, to know, but um, in development of things that you might not be able to even use. And but I think it's a it's a good idea to to do this kind of things because eventually you might, for example, someone starts saying, and this is what happened uh, with us. Someone says, "Hey, I, I like Svelte. I'm gonna learn Svelte," and then suddenly it's like, "Oh, you can choose um, a framework. We don't care. It just has to be a, a web component." Oh well, I'm gonna use Svelte, and suddenly it works. And suddenly you have more people that uh, that are using that knowledge that this person learned just because they they were happy about it. I don't know if you've learned something, for example, uh, that wasn't part of what you used to work with and eventually became something that you're starting to to work with. Sure, yeah. I mean, I, I don't have specific examples, but but surely like, you know, getting a newsletter and finding something cool and then integrating it into the project because you, you feel like it's going to be a good addition. Like, I, I think on our skill map, in a specific example, we don't have TypeScript anywhere. I think hmm, it, no, it's not no, there. No, we don't. <laughs> right? Because you hate it, right? Uh, watch, well, watch the previous episode where we fight about this. Um, but but I'm using it in the project and, and people are very happy with it, with it, right? And having some sort of, not not full TypeScript, but, but just, you know, some sort of typing in the project that allows you to catch bugs and stuff. Mm. Definitely that was something I will learn maybe outside and we integrate it into the project later. Yeah. And the interesting thing is that now we have the opportunity of, okay, so you started to use it and I'm sure, no, there are other projects that are using TypeScript yeah. and eventually this should become part of our skills map. Maybe yes. not as a hard, like need to know, but as a nice to have mm -hmm. uh, skill. Correct. Yep. And there's actually two skills, for example, that I think that we should integrate at one point, but we haven't done that, which is precisely TypeScript would be one, even though it seems like part of the of JavaScript, maybe we can... Um, just make uh, the bigger, uh, no, I think it, it should go on, on, on its own. Uh, and the other one is, for example, unit testing. Although we do have part of uh, of uh, a skills, uh, unit testing, but it's like super, super, super gen generic. It's not front-end oriented. And I think this is something, for example, that, that should be incorporated. Yes, again, go back to last episode. We need to fight about unit <laughs> testing and let's do it. I need it. So let's make it happen. <laughs> and, you know, even if I don't like it, yeah, I think it's important. And I guess that what, what I want to say is that a skills map is not something set on stone. No, 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 no. It's like a piece of art that's living and breathing and moving and changing. And you should be constantly updating and, and questioning, is my skills map up to date? Are these the skills that people need to, to know in order to, to do their job? If the answer is yes, you, you continue with that. If the answer is no, it's like, what's missing or what do I have to remove because it's no longer relevant? And I think that this this is very valid. Yeah, and we've convinced people after half an hour. Yes, <laughs> have a skill map, otherwise we come back to your door and we just break your legs. Well, I think that's, um, that's all, all we have for today. I Well, I would like to, to, to ask the, pe the people that listen to us, what do you think about this? Do you follow a specific uh, roadmap, for example? Is there any resources that you, that you follow to tell you what are the things that you need to, to learn in order to grow? Share. 
see you in the next fun <laughs> couple break. Thank you. See you in the next coffee break. Bye.